Hello, my name is Barry O'Carroll from the Europe Direct Information Centre at Blanchestown Library and welcome to the next in our series of interviews about education and employment for young people. Now until now you've been used to me asking the questions and this interview is going to be a little bit different because I'm going to be the interviewee and I'm going to talk about the English Language Assistance Scheme and I'd like to now introduce my colleague and manager of the Europe Direct Centre at Blanchestown Library, Siobhan Walsh. Hello, good morning everybody. Barry, can we start off by maybe um, you telling us just a little bit about the scheme in general? Yeah, absolutely. Just to give you a little bit of background, there's been some kind of English language or language assistance scheme in Europe existing since 1905. The original one was between the UK, France, Italy and Prussia at the time. So it, this isn't a new idea. The current scheme is about 50 years old and involves six EU countries. So that's... Um, six other EU countries that I said apart from Ireland so that's Ireland, Austria, Belgium, France, Germany, Italy and Spain so there are opportunities for Irish people to go to any of those six EU countries um, basically you go as an English language assistant so your role is to assist teachers in a secondary school and it's to help the students in those schools to see English as a living language okay and it also gives you the opportunity when you go to, to france or germany france in my case to, to learn uh, the language of the, the country you're in and as we're talking about the role of the english language assistant barry maybe you just explain a little bit about what you actually did in the school were you just assisting the teacher or did you take part in other activities well, absolutely, yeah. I mean, it, it's really up to, up to you as an assistant, I mean, to get involved in the life of the school as well. I mean, you have 12 hours of work to do a week, which doesn't seem like like an awful lot. Um, and what you're doing is you're, you're usually going into the classroom with teachers. You're like a, a living resource for them, okay? Um, and I, I have to say, I really enjoyed it. I really did. Um yeah, sometimes you would take some classes on your own, the very odd time, like to do some usually some oral work and just practicing. You'll, you'll find that in these countries that young people are really enthusiastic about learning English because they, they see it everywhere. It's on television, it's in their music, the movies they watch. Um, so they're really quite enthusiastic about it. Um, as I said, it's only 12 hours a week, 16 hours depending on some of the schools, but generally 12. Um, which means the rest of your time is yours um, and you can do with that really what you want some people choose to do some study while they're there um, you know lots of towns run courses and different things personally I just spent my time getting involved in the life of the school the life of the town I joined walking clubs I met plenty of people and in the school itself I got involved with a drama group um, I went um, with some class trips up to Paris. We visited the uh, the centre where they build all the satellites and space rockets. Um, you know, so really fantastic experience. And Barry, were you encouraged only to speak English to the students? Now, when I was with the students, yes. 
in in the classroom i only spoke english to them however once i was outside the classroom with my my colleagues with the teachers in the school and everywhere else it was 100% french um i was in a smaller town in the southwest of france called brive la gaillarde there's not many english speakers there and that was brilliant for me because it it kind of completely threw me in at the deep end i had to it was kind of a question of sink or swim and and you just if you go at it with the right attitude you you'll do absolutely fine the first few weeks are a bit of a struggle as you try to adapt you're you're adapting to a new country and also the language even if you've got the language already um you know it it can still be a bit of a shock to the system but it's worth it and you're talking about sinking or swimming Barry was there any support there for you like was there any particular person that if say there was a a problem or you just had a a concern about something mm. was there anybody designated person that you could go and speak to well, in France not in Ireland yeah well i have to say i mean if if you had a particular problem you you could contact the program directors and and discuss that with them also shortly after you arrive you do a course which which is still the case and i think that course has now been expanded to help you with the transition and um, to teach you not just about the role but about adapting to life in France so that's one of the first things you do when you get there which which is really useful um and also i have to say generally speaking the the english language department of the school will look after you um you know they see the assistant as a very valuable resource so they they tend to they tend to look after the assistants very well and that was certainly the case with me i i was you know brought out to people's houses uh brought on on trips out um and i still have great friends uh from my time i i will add that was about 20 years ago a little bit more even but the the scheme is basically the same today Okay. And and Barry, were there other um assistants in the school or in the area that you could be in contact with if you wanted to be? Yeah, ab- absolutely. Now, at the time the UK was involved in the scheme, so there would have been a lot of assistants from England and Scotland. Um that may be a bit different now, but in the school I was in there was two other language assistants from uh Germany and Mexico. And and we we got along really well together. And what was lovely is we 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 spoke French together, so we all spoke English, Spanish, and German. But when we were together, we spoke French. So we actually learned a lot off each other. They're friends I still have to this day. So um, yeah, absolutely. As for the other English language assistants in the area, personally, I made a decision to not spend too much time with other English speakers. and that yeah. was because i wanted to make sure um you know that I, i i got my french up to standard that i was speaking french all the time and it is a trap some people can fall into that they they spend their time with other english speakers so it's just something to be a bit wary of well that sounds like two of the advantages of of being an assistant that you're making friends with people from all over the the world that you're actually um uh you're your own grasp of french is increasing your you know your your understanding more about french cultural life uh, were there any other um, advantages that you saw yeah absolutely yeah i mean i mean the first obvious one is language i mean that you've just touched on but just to give you an idea of the difference it made for me 
I mean, I, I, I did this between second and third year of university, which is a very common time to do this because you have to have had done two years um, of college. Two years of French or two years of college? Well, now, what it says is, is that it can be in any discipline, but you should have a working knowledge of the language. So if you okay. were particularly strong at French, for example, in, in, in school, uh, in secondary school, and you, you still had a little bit of it, but you were studying something else, you, you could well be eligible for this scheme. Yep. Um, obviously, it's of particular use to people who are, are studying the language. And, and, you know, having a second language can be such a, uh, a boost for any career you go into. It's a really big thing. Um, so language skills. I, I went in second year from absolutely scraping a pass in French, and it's very tough at college, you know, to in third year finishing top of my class. So th wow, that's that the made a huge difference yeah, to you then. That's the difference. And, I mean, and, that's, and I'll just show you here. That, that, that's a medal that I still have to this day that was given to me by the French government for finishing right. top of my class by the French Senate. Um, you know, and this is somebody who scraped a pass in second year to top of my class. So, so that's the difference it made to me for my language skills. And I, well, that sounds like a huge advantage. Absolutely massive. I mean, I can't begin to describe it because it, 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 it's confidence as well. When I came back, I was basically fluent. I could talk about anything. I could, you know, it, it was like speaking English. And by the end of your time there, you start dreaming in, in, in the target language. Um, they say actually the big the big test is if you can tell a joke in the other language you've you've mastered it that was that was the the, the big test I remember, um, so yeah it, for language is the first thing so that that's the obvious one, but you do have to make the effort and you do have to kind of think I'm gonna I'm gonna really have a go with this and it's okay to make mistakes, people will help you the French will correct you all the time that's just what they do they do it to each other so don't take offence. Um, but it, it really helped me. So that's that's the first thing. But but there's another side to it as well. Um, professionally, is this looks fantastic on a CV. You know, if you've spent a year of your life or seven or eight months of your life in another country, it it shows uh, great skills of uh, adaption, and versatility, resilience. Um, you know, and when I did this, this was at a time just before mobile phones even became a thing. There was no Zoom either. To make a call home, I had to go down to a pay phone, down 112 steps, I think, uh, to, to call home. So, you know, it, it was tough. It was tough at the beginning in particular, you know, being far from home in a, in a, in a, in a town that wasn't familiar to you. But you also learned how to be independent you learn how to manage money for the first time um you know y you make new friends I, I found the freedom great i remember my first week off and i i, I literally took out a map of france and said where am i going to go and, and oh, i just with life skills as well as language skills absolutely that you would see as being an advantage hugely and you and you you know and, and you make mistakes i mean my first week there i didn't know what i was doing i'd never managed money before i went to to buy the basics like toothpaste and toothbrush and shampoo and i went to not realizing a fancy chemist and got absolutely fleeced i spent about 200 francs on on about four things and then realized i could get them for a quarter of the price in the local supermarket so little things like that you know life experience you you learn um so so absolutely definitely i mean the other thing is socially you meet people 
you know, a lot of the staff in the school, like I said, I still am in contact with today. I visited them. They visited me here. Um, I, I've made great friends. In my case, I met the woman who became my wife, um, which is, you know, we often talk about that with Erasmus. Uh, people meet their partners and then we have what we call the Erasmus babies. Well, we, we have the, the English language assistant babies. So, you know, I'm not saying that will happen to everyone, but uh, you, you never know. Um, so, you know, it, it's a huge thing. The other thing is self-confidence. It gives you a big boost because, you, you know, it is difficult. You're in a foreign country. You, you, everything's different, not just the language. The, the way of doing things is different. Uh, and, and I suspect that, Barry, that's a very useful tool because if you've never lived anywhere else, you think that everything is done the same way as it's yeah. done in Ireland. And then suddenly you go somewhere and you learn that things aren't done the same. I mean, not that it's not wrong, but it's just things are done in a different way. Exactly. And that's a really important thing to learn, I think. It really is because it, you know, it's an old saying, but they, it opens your mind yeah. to see, oh, that's how they do things here. And it could be very simple little things, even the way the French have conversations at mealtimes is very different. The French will, will get into a serious debate and really go at it. And the first time I saw this, I was, oh, my God, are they are they having a row? But they weren't. It was just that's just how they do it. It's, it's a cultural thing. Everyone's still friends at the end. Um, but it's you, you what know. What would you see as as um, a challenge, Barry? Particularly for somebody who I think, like yourself, this was the first time that you'd lived abroad. Yeah. it was the first time I'd lived outside my own home. So, like some people in college by then have already got some experience of of kind of a house share or something like that. Uh, I hadn't. This this was the first time. So, yeah, that was a challenge. I'll be honest with you. I loved it. I really enjoyed it. I love that freedom. Of course, I missed home and that, but I, I really enjoyed the, the, the freedom. But it is a challenge. You do get homesick. And you do kind of feel, especially in those first weeks, oh, who do I turn to? I don't know anybody here. But if, if you kind of stick at it, get through those first few weeks, you will be get get to know people, make friends, and you, you'll have people you, you can turn to if you need to. And um, it's just those first, I'd say, two to three weeks are, are the most difficult. But generally speaking, as I said, the schools really look after their assistants because they're they're so valuable uh, to them. So, Barry, maybe we just look at some of the, the practical um, aspects now. For example, how did you actually choose the area? Did you just say, I want to go to France, and then they said, OK, well, you're going to this school, or were you able to choose a region that, you were, that you'd like to go to? Well, that's a really interesting question, because on the form, you do actually have the chance to choose at the time. I think it's the same now two regions that you'd prefer to go to. Now, the most popular regions tend to be in the south for obvious reasons, all the, the lovely sunshine, and Paris is quite popular as well. Um, in my case, I remember filling out the form and I picked the south like everybody does. And then when I, I decided to refill it and I left it blank, I actually left it. I said, you know what, let's just see where they send me. And, that was and, very brave. Yeah, I just said, let's let's just see what happens here. And they sent me to a town, as I said, called Brive-la-Gaillarde in the southwest of France, a town of about 50,000 people, really pleasant. And and I'm so glad I, I, I did that, Um, you know, just 
just went with it but that might not be for everyone you might want to choose what one little thing i'd say to be wary of if if you do want paris i was lucky my school provided accommodation for me and and a lot of schools in fact the majority will do that provide it's very simple it's a room you know but it, it, it was absolutely fine in paris that can be a bit trickier for schools to do and life can be a bit more expensive uh, now you do get some payment every month it, it's a, about 780 euros net after tax so not a huge amount however if your accommodation is covered which it will be in most cases i mean there was a canteen in the school i was in subsidized meals for no more than a euro each you know very cheap and um, so you didn't need an awful lot of money uh, to, to get by it was it was more than enough um to do that so yeah Barry, what was the what was the actual application process like was it lengthy i mean i had a look at the form there yes. yesterday and it seems quite daunting it, it can and do it's in french yeah it's it's in french it is indeed <laughs> but generally speaking if, if you're in college your your um the staff in the college will help you with that they'll, they'll be familiar with the scheme so in my case it was Maynooth university and uh, I had a lecturer there called Eamon O'Kisson, I think, and he, he helped me with that. In fact, it was he who suggested it to me. And um, yeah, you fill out the form. There's a few little technicalities. You, you have to do a medical before you go, just with your local GP. Um, and now there's the Agarda vetting as well that has to be done. And that's again, that's all on the on the form there. It's all explained how to how to do it. Um, so once you get that sent off, the they will eventually get back to you just with a they'll give you the region you're going to be in they won't give you an exact school yet and then a little bit later they'll give you the name of the school sometimes you might be split between two schools that are in the same town okay. that, that, that can happen sometimes um you know you might and could you be in a primary or a secondary school I think in this case it was mainly secondary. Now the French secondary system is a bit different to us, isn't that? There we have one secondary school. They split their junior cycle and senior cycles into separate schools, uh, college and lycée. In my case, they were housed in the same building. I worked mainly with the lycée, the older ones, but did do a little bit with the college as well, uh, and it was very enjoyable. I'm very sorry, just to go back to the application process, yeah. approximately how long did it take from start to finish? Um, now, just to let people know, the application form for the current scheme is due in on the 4th of March. So there's still time to get that in and you can go to the, if you just search for English language assistance scheme, you, you'll find the first link will come up will be the Irish government link to that. You can download all the forms from there. Um, it, the process takes a few months. I think it was around by the end of the year before I knew roughly what region I was going to and in the new year I found out uh, probably around the end of January or so what school I was going to. Then it's up to you to contact the school which can be a bit daunting the first time and uh, and to start putting arrangements in place. So Barry if you um if you had somebody come to you and say, look, I'm thinking about it, I'm not really sure, you know, it, it, it feels like it's a bit daunting, is it going to be worth it to my career? Oh, what would you say to that person? I say do it. You know that expression, feel the fear and do it anyway? Absolutely. I was terrified going through the departure gates at Dublin Airport. I remember it well. 
because it, it hit me. That was the moment it hit me. Oh, I'm going to this. You know, I'd been to France, but I'd never been to this part. I'd never been there to live. Um, but do it. It's it's so worth it. And like I said, in terms of your language skills, your you know your CV, as we've said, your social skills, friends, independence, financial you know education it's 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 worth it on so many different levels so absolutely just just do it trust me and i've i had friends i've i've advised to do it and they've loved it one is still there to this day she never came home that's how much she liked it <laughs> well that's really reassuring barry and um, and thank you for being so honest because i think you've given a picture of both you know what the what the values are um, but also what some of the challenges are because it is, for a lot of people that like yourself that is quite a challenge you know going from one country to the other going into work using a different language than your your own mother tongue mm -hmm. so yeah definitely and i'll Great just descriptions Barry. i'll just say one thing on that as well i always say it's a good thing for one period in your life to be the foreigner to know what it's like to yeah. be the foreigner in another country yeah. and to struggle yeah. a bit and it's i think it's something we should all do once because it, it, it kind of gives you maybe a little bit more empathy as well towards people coming to ireland who, who you know whether for study to settle or anything else and it, it can be how daunting it can be well on those wise words barry i'll say thank you for that and uh, i hope people have gotten um, a lot out of this interview thank you thank you siobhan Bye-bye.